Welcome to Unethical Podcast. So in mid-2009, Chris developed a rivalry with another YouTuber. The troll's called Liquid Chris. And that's like an anime reference to some show where uh, there's like a liquid Chris and like um, a solid, a liquid something and a solid. Uh, hold on. Would you let the gamer talk? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it, it's um, it's Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it's, it's Solid Snake, it's, Liquid Snake. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so he was Solid Chris, and this other Chris was Liquid Chris. Okay. Right. I've got no no idea. Liquid Chris impersonates Chris for laughs on his YouTube channel. And uh, he was like Chris's main troll for a really long time. The other trolls left him alone because they were having so much fun watching this rivalry. Right? So one of the notable trolls that happened during this rivalry was uh, Max... Uh, decided to post Chris's car for sale on Craigslist, which led to a series of prank calls. That was kind of funny. Nuisance pranks are so much better than actual human rights violations. Another time, the trolls decided to flood Chris's inbox with Buro, which is exotic, grotesque porn, like blood and mutilation and like actual shit. Mm. No, thanks. Not for me. Another honorable trolling mention was that the trolls started purchasing ad space on Chris's websites and posting ads about gay rights and illustrations of pickle men. Making his money. All right, but Chris's main issue was the imposter. Now, Liquid Chris claimed he was selling Sonichu merchandise, and which he may have been, people would pay for it. <laughs> and he was claiming that he was making a Sonichu video game because he was the creator of Sonichu. So Chris attacked him, accusing him of stealing his friends and also accusing him of stealing his trolls. <laughs> he need, needs the attention, man. Uh, just, yeah. can't, can't be hemorrhaging attention. Like when you, I would, sure, it's a fun, playful thing until a kid says you had sex with a 13-year-old, basically, and then it's over, then you hate them. Like, why would you, like, anyways, I, this guy is so fucked. So Liquid Chris and the trolls banded together to create an entire conspiracy that liquid chris was the real christian weston chandler and chris was actually a man named ian brandon anderson and that he was pretending to be christian chandler now chris's insistence on trying to prove that he was the real chris led him to completely and fully dox himself he flashed his id his high school diploma and his personal information all over his videos leading to even more close to home trolling uh, this fucking idiot had a beard at the time, which you can see in RJ's background there. This was during the brief period of time where he had a beard. Um, but in the original videos, he didn't have a beard. So he shaved his beard on camera with a razor without any water or soap or shaving cream. And it is the worst thing I have ever watched. Worst thing you've ever watched. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it was the worst thing I watched. And then I saw the cake parts video. We'll get to that. Alrighty. This also, because of the doxing, led to Chris's parents being reported for the hoarding conditions in the house. There was some intervention from local authorities. We'll get into that a little bit more later. But fun fact about Liquid Chris, he is a doctor now. Oh, brilliant. I'm so proud of him. 
he became a medical doctor this full-time troll hey man gotta take the edge off full studying you know sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do how did he ever get a medical degree when he with his full-time trolling like that is just exceptional work man have you ever met doctors Mm -hmm. though like the level of (laughs) anti-socialness it takes to get through that because like yeah true gray's anatomy is the most full of shit thing i've (laughs) i've ever seen in the world most doctors are fucking neckbeards like that's what it is like like our valedictorian i'm pretty sure from high school is a doctor and he's exactly the type of person that would just spend endless amounts of time on the computer maybe not doing this he was he was i don't think he was that type of person but that's also the thing you never know who these people are yep this guy could have been a valedictorian near you liquid chris (laughs) okay so in an attempt to get his title as the real christian weston chandler back chris challenged liquid chris to a karaoke battle (laughs) yes (laughs) my daughter disagreed with me on something the other day and she's like okay fine we're settling it with a dance battle i'm like i guess i lose this argument i don't know like (laughs) that's how that's how a child solves a problem is what i'm saying i mean it you're given an opportunity (laughs) to show her how an adult solves it too but you no, I know. I pimped out on the it. dance challenge. That's my favorite part in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so okay, so um, the rules for the karaoke battle, uh, they were to be judged by three friends each, and uh, they would each upload karaoke covers, and the winner would be the ultimate Chris Chandler. I think there was a total of five, five rounds. You each clap back with like five videos. <laughs> okay. So uh, Liquid Chris was more than happy to oblige, and he had a decent set of pipes on him, too. I actually want to show you something. I wasn't going to put it in here, but I want to show you the Liquid Chris rap. Yes, please. But I'm, I'm going to be honest. My only complaint so far, not enough videos. I don't, And I don't want to go watch any because I don't want to ruin the story for myself. So I haven't. That's why I stopped myself, too. That's, <laughs> that's a good move. A, curs- a cursory Google search will, will bring up immediately how this all ends. All right, can you guys see it? Yep. Mm. JC doesn't love you. It's true. I checked her email this Tuesday at 7.02. She has more apprehension than someone like you having your semen and drinking it too. In orange fancy chocolate syrup, you just can't refuse. Motherfuckers online think that it cannot be true, but you prove them wrong. Bottoms up is your motto, so it slides down your throat like a melted gelato. Wearing that bathrobe like greener than avocado. Mashed up in a bathtub infested with live mold. Your shower's got a problem with that, so I've been told. In fact, I've seen it. You're 27 years old. You get naked on camera and dance around like a tenfold. Fuck you, you making my head explode. You know, with the stop this and the stop that and the expose of your ass crack on the camera, it was so whack like the Jack Black on your last track. Motherfucker, I've never tried kicking an ass this hard. But I'm about to chew up and spit yours about one million yards. I'll take your picture and send it to your bodyguard. Now everybody, yeah, sing along. Now everybody drawing the comic pages for rages, the sages of rage and the age of contagious, for racist and beiges like the motherfucking plague is. Corner plantations and faces just can't explain this. Didn't understand that? Understand my ass crack. I'm back in black, and so is my battery. Runs on ACDC. You don't deserve to listen to a band so legendary. Get the fuck 
off of JC. Blaze me, you're pasty. You can't stop me or block me or amaze me. You won't even come to a rescue because you're lazy. It doesn't faze me that you're crazy. Cause if I see you try to contain me, when I kick your ass and something shaky, I'm gonna rip off your four-inch deformed dick. Shove it up your ass like a certain medallion. Then I'm gonna turn you into a murder statistic. Because, bitch, I'm hot fucking functioning autistic. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you listen to that and you take in the words from that. Have a good day. Oh my god, that was so good. Um, he actually wasn't even that bad. No, no, it was that was incredible. But um, sh- show of hands, who saw his face and immediately knew he was going to say the N word? <laughs> Absolutely, no, no doubt like, about it. I was, I was waiting for it, and I was like, ah, um, yeah, there it is. I'm amazed he didn't say retard as well. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, and I'm also He's high mother function funkening autistic or something. <laughs> yeah, mother function funkening. <laughs> anyway, oh. I enjoyed that. That was good. Thank you. It was good, right? And it was all about Chris, which was so. There's he made a couple references in there. He made a reference to a green bathrobe, which is what he was wearing in one of the nude pictures that dropped and the videos, I think, as well. Pretty. He talked about his shower. He talked about uh, the medallion, obviously going up his ass. Like it's crazy how much oh. like I'm gonna say it. That's that's pretty good. Like that's creative. That uh, this Chris Chan guy put a lot of people into creative mode. Like just to fuck yeah. with them. But that took that took effort. That took a lot of effort to make that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it did, wow, yes. just to troll some guy over. I guess it's clicks. It's all clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Casey. He kept talking about Casey. Casey is Liquid Chris's girlfriend. That right. like. Because the liquid Chris has a girlfriend and does. Chris doesn't. It's, she's just another troll. They're not actually dating. She comes up, though. So that was just one of the exchanged karaoke rap battle things. Mm-hmm. Chris's was just like a cover of, like, I don't know, some dumb rap song. I fucking, who cares? Um, so after the karaoke battles, uh, Chris ended up, liquid Chris ended up being the winner, as voted by the judges. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chris decided he was going to gain access to Liquid Chris's email, which he did somehow. And in there, he found the contact info for Casey, the girl who played Liquid Chris's sweetheart. So Chris tried to deceive her into believing that he was the imposter. Like, okay. So Chris tried to convince Casey that he was Liquid Chris. Okay. Right. And he talks to her about sex and like, oversteps and gets really like creepy and invasive in my opinion really and she knew and she played right along with it but he was like trying to talk to her about sex and trying to get her to like believe she was like having cyber sex with her boyfriend but it was actually him that's so surprising i didn't think he would stoop that low it seems like the weirder crazier shit just keeps happening more and more often like he's escalating you know it just keeps getting weirder and weirder but like i said she knew and so she pretended she didn't know. And she just kept saying, like, all this really hateful shit about the imposter Chris, which is Chris, right? Aww. And uh, Chris is like, yeah, but I mean, like, he has, like, cool shirts and, like, a pretty nice haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he has cool shirts. A cool He's got shirt, a really yeah. nice green bathrobe. <laughs> well, well, I mean, he did invent sauna Jew, And I think that, you know, maybe that just based on the merit of, you know... <laughs> 
Yeah. So that's what he was doing this whole time. It's like she would say hateful shit and try to get him to say it. He'd be like, well, I mean, actually, maybe we're being a little too hard on this guy. I mean, Aww. he seems like a pretty cool guy. It's, don't you think? He's kind of cool, isn't he? Funny. No, I fucking hate him. <laughs> like, I think if you just like gave him a chance, just, you know, just maybe give him, give, just give him a go, you know, just. You know what? You should date him. You should date him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think you're good enough for me. I think you like strawberries. Seems like a better man. Nice. <laughs> so Chris ends up, I don't know if he feels bad or what exactly his motive is for this, but he ends up announcing on YouTube, on video, that he did this to Casey and he, he you know, thinks that she deserves better than Liquid Chris and he proceeds to shoot his shot because he thinks she's really cool. It's really cool. <laughs> so uh, to combat Liquid Chris, Chris begins to rely on his trolls to verify that he is the real Chris. And so this leads to like a very codependent relationship between Chris and the trolls that like sort of cemented them always being a part of his life. He yeah. started to see them as like the paparazzi, like an unnecessary nu- t- nuisance, but like the documenters of his truth, you know? You think the end goal of this is to like make him convince him he's not him? Because it's fucking that's fucking hilarious. Like to me, that's super funny that they're just trying to like convince him that he's not him anymore. It's so great. I mean, uh, well, he was given some kind of identity crisis, so in some way, it may have worked. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Chris implored Liquid Chris to stop for weeks in his videos, and then once in a phone call, he told Liquid Chris that Casey really loves him. And like really loves Liquid Chris. And he believes in true love. So he doesn't want to see him get in trouble because it would break her heart. He, so he's basically like, you're going to go to jail for this. It's identity theft. I don't want Casey to get hurt. So you need to stop doing this. Yeah. And Liquid Chris was like, nah, fuck you. Chris, Liquid Chris records a video where he says he's getting married and starting a job as a game designer and announces his departure from YouTube. And the next day, Liquid Chris uploads another video, a staged video, where Ian Brandon Anderson has kidnapped him and tied him up. And Liquid Chris did not resurface for several months. Wow. Oh, God. So Liquid Chris is fucked off. In August of 2009, this was in the middle of the Liquid Chris saga, Chris's parents learned about the house tour video that Chris had posted online. And they were fucking pissed. Uh, they were sure that it would lead them to be removed from the home. Yeah, well, fuck them. Clean your house. I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. Fucking gross. Yeah. Well, anyway, so off camera or whatever, uh, they gave Chris like a good ass chewing over this. And then Chris responded by making everything even worse. He posted a video screaming that his parents were angry with him and demanding that every troll remove every copy of that video, as well as anything else about his house <laughs> from the internet. Because that's what they're going to do that. That, that was the video that introduced <laughs> me to Christian. And uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, that's the one where Bob walks in, right? I'm going to play it for you guys. Oh, my God. Yes. This does not even deserve a captain's log introduction because this is dead serious. The inside and outside tour I did a few months ago in my house. Everyone on the internet, 
My mother and my father are angry at me. They're blaming at me. It's my fault. I admit, it's my fault. I want everything about my house off the internet. I'll send in detectives. I'll send in police. I'll send in everything in my power to get it off the internet. Listen to me. Listen to me. Yes. Listen to me. Yes. Shut that goddamn thing off. I don't care what you do. You get all that stuff off of there tonight. I'm working on it. Go work on it. I am. Do working. you realize? Do you realize something? Let me tell you. If the health department of Greene County sees those videos that you put on the damn internet, they could condemn our house and we would have to move out of it. So you go get that goddamn stuff off of there and fast. I'm working on it. I was making a YouTube video for you to tell everybody to get the images off of the internet. It's, it's, not, it's out of my control. Oh, you get them off. It's out of my control. I don't know where to go. I don't know you where to go. You loaded them up there. You unload them. I'm working on it. Go do it. <laughs> I am working. I am doing it. I'm sorry. Get in the hair and do it. I, I, I'll I be up all night with you if I have to. You won't get in this. <laughs> On it. Get in there. Right. I'm working on it. Let me do this stupid video so I can tell everybody in my command to get everything, help me get everything off the internet about our house. I don't want to get kicked out of my house by the health department. And what you just did was stick a knife in our back and kill us. Alright, let me just get that stuff off of there. I'm working off of there fast. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So yeah, please, get everything off of the internet now, 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 now! Curse the trolls. Peace to everybody else. <laughs> that, that's how I'm going to end all of my conversations now. Curse the trolls. Peace to everyone else. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. He, that is quotable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no wonder he's so... There's something about him. I, I don't, I just, I get it. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't like him either, but I get it. I understand what it is. It's uh, unfortunate wow. <laughs> that this kid was given the internet without any supervision mm -hmm. for so long. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so the results of, or I guess the consequences, I should say, of this video and Chris doxing himself in the Liquid Chris saga and it being reported by, like, hundreds of people uh, are pretty anticlimactic, actually. Um, the health department did investigate and concluded that the condition of their home did not negatively affect the community and that under the Constitution, they have the right to live however they want. Good job. Uh, they did, however, report the situation to Adult Protective Services because Christian is disabled and in their care. Uh, nothing ever came of it. Of, of course not. I mean, uh, you know, that's the price of freedom in America, baby. Terrible social services. Well, somebody's already looking after that problem. They don't need another one. You know, <laughs> this is just what they're thinking. Like, right. maybe I'm wrong, but. Yeah, the cracks here are big for people to fall through. That's like an internet-sized crack, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest crack ever that anyone's ever fallen through, ever. I think it would be different now. Um, 
I don't think I think we talked about it before, but he could never exist for as long as he did then yeah today yeah. like Absolutely that shit would not. be like um and then i think it would be viral for different reasons and i think that would be a big push to actually end that rather than yeah let's keep poking it and see what comes out yeah <laughs> exactly god i missed 2007 to 2012 <laughs> Okay, so Chris and Casey maintain contact after the whole debacle. And Casey pretended to act as a sort of support for Chris. Um, honestly, in this entire saga, she is the le- or saga, she is the least interesting troll. Um, she like she fucks up her story all the time. She almost outs one of the other trolls that's working on a real life troll. Um, and she just like talks a lot, like so much. All of her recordings and stuff are just like bleh, to listen to. Okay, but at one point, uh, Chris and Casey do meet up, and then she released a video recorded where she recorded herself talking about how horrifying it was and just saying shitty things. And yet they went to meet up several times again after that. So obviously, it's not that bad. Mm. Okay, clicks are good so, too, though. What? Clicks are good too, though. You know. This, I don't, you keep saying clicks. I don't think you understand the, the YouTube culture at this time. I mean, it's not, this was a niche. This wasn't massive clicks and they didn't get anything for it. Yeah. Well, you get, you do though. Cause Chris Shannon, we're talking about him right now. So like, I mean, maybe if like, okay, like argue the semantics of it, but I think maybe what Richard means, I agree with you, Celeste, but I, if I, view it the way that you're saying it Richard it's just it's just eyes just more attention um because that's that's really what they were buying for because you know back then I feel like if you get 1500 people to watch a video it's not necessarily being translated into any kind of like real tangible thing but even now if you get you know a, a big bump in likes on an Instagram photo or something it's it, what we're witnessing is the beginning of that weird adrenaline rush that we everybody's chasing today. Yeah, well, the YouTube was the start of it. Like people were people were posting videos of them, you know, feeding their dog and shit, just to mm-hmm. make just to get people to look at them. Mm-hmm. And you know, having a couple of hundred views on your video on YouTube was yeah. like millions. So. Yeah, I'm not talking about money either. I, I'm definitely no, 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 money. not dollars. I'm talking just about eyes. like there's a reason just... you keep going back to Chris Chan because all your videos get watched a lot more than they were before. You yeah. were going to yeah. see Chris Chan, even if he smells, which is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's weird to yeah. me, but I mean, you want to go hang out with the stinky kid for like a hundred people to watch your video? That's on you, but still, that's the reason. It's to get more people to watch. In my opinion, I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, well, obviously, it's not that bad, or it wouldn't even be worth a little bit of attention that it would have gotten at the time, right? She's dramatic. Okay, so they had a lot of their conversations over Skype, and um, in these calls, Casey encourages Chris to look for work, and she gives him advice on how to fill out a job application and how to dress for an interview. Um, At one point, trying to impress her, Chris does get an an interview at Target, um, and Casey tries to get him to tell her exactly how it went. 
Um, and this whole thing was orchestrated because the trolls were hoping that Chris would do something really dumb during the interview. Um, he didn't end up really saying a lot about it, except for that he looked very professional and that he complimented the interviewers on how they looked, um, which is a pretty big mistake. But he thought it went well, even though he didn't get the job. Oh my god. <laughs> Might I say you ladies look wonderful and like you don't have boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> You've got up two respect points in my fake respect point. <laughs> oh. Pray I get this job or be Kershey Hamihad. <laughs> and you can kiss those respect points goodbye. This is kind of fun. She also encourages him to eat healthier and worry about his cholesterol. And this inspired Aww. him to pursue a healthy lifestyle and take up jogging, which would have been great if Casey and Kim, the troll that played Emily, who's now someone else, uh, didn't take it as an opportunity to tell Chris to start wearing a sports bra to stop Aww. his man titties from bouncing around. <laughs> So Chris did indeed purchase a sports bra and um, he, he told her that that he made some poor unfortunate shop girl measure his bus size to set him up with the right size because of course he did. Um, but he falls in love with, with wearing them and he's like the material feels amazing. It feels like a guilty pleasure. Um, and Notably about this, he didn't realize that you can wash them. He thought sports bras were disposable. So he threw them <laughs> away after a few times and then bought more. Wait, is that is that not right? I thought they were. Oh, buddy. Isn't that I thought they were like they're like uh they're not like tampons where you can wash those and reuse those. <laughs> that and okay, but I mean at the as long as they have an applicator, you can reuse them, right? Um, yeah, well, you can reuse the applicators, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. We but, don't use them. That's why I was making the jokes. Funny that you guys brought that up. Because um, <laughs> Australian I mean, women after... aren't scared of their vaginas. <laughs> cool. Scared of everything? Why would you? There's so yeah. many things you could be scared the of. The tampons, the tampons are afraid of the Australian vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 go in you dirty fuck the applicators just won't work like out of protest they're like no so they're like we got to get rid of the applicators there's not going near that it has teeth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the sports bra thing if chris chan wears a sports bra it is disposable though you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it literally just disintegrate from that's his right. I mean, think about the, the, the paste that's in his underboob. I'm sure fucking that's oh. ruining his <laughs> Oh, gross. The paste. <laughs> Celeste is going to throw oh, up. God. Oh, fuck. Good. Okay. So um, all of these updates are posted amongst the trolls. And uh, of course, Chris sends them photos wearing his sports bra. And that was get out and everyone has a great time. Chris decided that uh, during his free time, he was going to attend a relationship management class to try to help him on his love quest, which I think was rather mature of him. 
Don't you, don't you need to have a relationship though? To go to <laughs> that was my exact <laughs> no, it's, it's for like <laughs> this program was for like people with special needs to oh, learn how you. to socialize okay. properly in like a dating. I thought it was like some weird group therapy where Chris Chan just no. walks in. <laughs> like, There's all these couples and he's this single guy. Yeah, no, this is my sex doll with a picture of a woman's face on it. Um, that's my ex. Don't worry about it. She's dead now. Uh, but no, it was just a class and that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's very mature of him. Yeah, except Casey immediately went to sabotage it by convincing him to show up in a Sonichu costume and plug his series which <laughs> oh, he did dude that's as bad as that's almost as bad as a medallion up the ass that's cruel right unnecessary like come on leave the guy alone again though how many books did he sell out of this one at least worth it just kidding <laughs> oh he doesn't sell any at this point. He gives them away sometimes, but he's not, he hasn't made any money on anything at this point. Then he gave away 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, he gave away a lot. That <laughs> do, you, do you know what I would give though? To have to been have one. around, like, yeah, to have personally received one. That shit would be hermetically yeah. sealed and on my wall. Yeah. I would be so happy. I would love if I could find one of his medallions. I would yeah. fucking treasure that, honestly, after this whole adventure we've been on together. What if it's the 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 cut up one covered in shit? Uh well later on he's he creates an online store and one of the things he sells are copies of his medallions. He makes them oh. and sells them. And I'd love to get my hands on one. Yeah. I want to get my hands on the mad one, but we'll get into that. Okay, so in October of 2009, Chris's mom, Barb, got sick with colitis and ended up in the hospital. And the trolls took that opportunity for no reason to spread the rumor that uh, Barb is sick with AIDS and that she got it from Chris for being a big gay homo. Oh, of course. (sighs) Honestly, during this time, all the trolls were like really childish and uninspired. And like, they were kind of running out of steam, I think, because Chris didn't have a nemesis, which is like their favorite thing is to feed on Chris's nemeses. Nemesis. I I gotta tell you, man, this whole series of of episodes is really unraveling a lot of my personal growth. RJ, a couple of nights of just like solid evenings by yourself bring you back to normal. Yeah, I am just all, all that fucking 15 to like 17 year old shit is just bubbling up to the surface, and I am getting mm-hmm. <laughs> your mom has AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new side of you we're seeing, RJ. This <laughs> <laughs> is a side that years and years were supposed to have buried, but <laughs> bringing it back up. Bringing it back up. You can't get rid of it. Kind of like AIDS. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fortunately, they don't have to pull this shit for long because Liquid Chris reappears. And when he did, he recounted the tale of his abduction. He claims that he was taken to a meatpacking plant, fed drugs, and then he woke up in the Sahara Desert with a bleeding anus. 
Wow. It's just, it just gets dumber and dumber and it gets more, like the more ridiculous it gets the funnier it gets because he's believing yeah. it like fuck my god well he's saying that chris is the one that did all this to him and then he says he says that the guys from the movie aladdin saved him like the shop <laughs> the merchant in the desert i guess oh I think he meant the proud boys that, like the, the budgley king and the, the the monkey no like the merchant just the bizarre guy okay i guess yeah <laughs> caught jafar on a good day <laughs> so chris responds he makes a video and he was like you know what do whatever you want i don't care about you anymore very mature of him good job chris don't engage. So Liquid Chris goes ahead and ups the ante and tells him that Liquid Chris and Casey are getting married. Oh. And they say if Chris doesn't upload a video explaining why he was better for Casey, then he would, and this is a quote, lose all his dignity. <laughs> um, and so Chris, he engaged. Can't lose that dignity. You know how many dignity points he's been keeping up? <laughs> First the medallion, now my dignity. I think not. <laughs> Wait like, until he finds them under a pile of 15 12-year-old blenders. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're somewhere in that house. Wherever uh, Patty ended up. Patty and his dignity somewhere. <laughs> I think I think his dignity went uh, was disappeared when that fucking thing came out of his butt, but but that's just me. You kidding? The medallion was model. It was it was dignity made out of Crayola model magic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in, infusing himself with dignity by stuffing. I got you. Head. That's that's true. Oh, points for RJ. They are in fact made out of Crayola model magic. Oh, you think I don't fucking know that? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Would you like to take over? Would I didn't. Like no, I did not go. I did not go as biographically hard as you have, but I I know I'm a Chris Chan just a bit. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, Chris makes the video that he has been tasked with, and he says that he is better for Casey because he is good looking. Yeah, no, he's sex. This is definitely a sex idol this time. Okay, good. Intelligent. Very much so, from what I can see so far. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fun. Oh yeah, that. No irony with that. Yes. <laughs> uh, generous. I've so... seen him. I've seen him be both <laughs> petty and generous. I, I've seen them both. I guess I don't know. Cheerful. Absolutely. He writes beautiful songs that are kind of cheerful. Mm-hmm. Easygoing. Uh, yeah yeah a good listener never no that one i'm not agreeing with no interesting oh very very much so 10 out of 10 patient upfront and clear upfront yes clear no fucking way 
clear, but he's being clear. You're just not understanding properly. That's Are you saying fault. he's being translucent? Is that what you're saying here, Richard? <sighs> oh, I don't. I hate him for other reasons, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, popular. Oh, very compared to things. Infamous, maybe. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say infamous or popular because they're different. Um, and and he took that baby home with. I have been on the internet for way longer, which makes me superior. Okay. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm convinced. Yeah. Now, he he added to this. He didn't even stop there. He was like, you know what? Not only am I going to tell you why I'm better for Casey, I'm going to tell you exactly why Liquid Chris is worse. Oh, there you go. Take it to the attack. No more defensive <laughs> bullshit. Attack. So he said that Liquid Chris was aggressive, argumentative, rude, unfeeling, uncaring, selfish, a liar, immature, and that he sounds like he is an abusive type, which kind of just described Chris. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, like, it's interesting how he's, but, but I think he's both, you know what I mean? I think he's just like, has the, this is, he only wants you to see the one that he is, but liquid Chris saying, describing just the bad things of him, you know? Anyways, I just, it's interesting that his mind went there. Okay, it is worth mentioning in the battle of who's better for Casey, Liquid Chris or Solid Chris. uh, In one of the conversations between Casey and Solid Chris, she did say that Liquid Chris had a nine inch dick. So none of the other stuff matters. Winner! (laughs) Oh no, RJ, are you having a crisis right now? Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, no, I mean, nobody has a penis three times the size of the global average, right? Not at all. <laughs> that just seems like an impossibility to me. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're fine. All right. So, um, Chris also made a second and third video professing his love for Casey and asking for Liquid Chris to consent to Chris taking her from him, which he did not. No. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, at the end of this whole thing, Casey claimed that she chose Chris. And so she set up a meeting between him and her father over Skype. Of course, just another troll. And during this conversation, they ripped him apart. They exposed him as a man child that likes to color, which is obvious from all the Sonichu comics. Um, he has no income, no place of his own. They ragged him about his autism, saying that he should never have children, which is really rude. You shouldn't be making fun of the kid with autism. Like, you know what I mean? If you're going to say shit like that, you should know you shouldn't be making fun of the kid with autism, but here we all are. (laughs) Yeah. I have not. No. Right. Okay. So, um, Chris had, um, he quite a while before this he'd made a hate video against one of the trolls and in it he used an image of uh the the twin towers in new york and he's basically alluding that he was going to knock him down like the twin towers very poorly thought out obviously but the troll posing as Casey's father told him that his mother, Casey's grandmother, had died in 9-11. 
and he tried to make him feel like total shit about this um and like embarrass him and it was shitty of him and he should be embarrassed but like I think he was already embarrassed about it Chris remained calm throughout this entire thing he was like being really respectful calling him sir keeping his cool the whole time no matter what he said to him just trying to convince him like I'm right for Casey I'm good for Casey until um the troll playing Casey's dad called him naive and all of them knew very well that this was a trigger word for Chris to set him off on a rage and so Chris started squaring up with him he's like you've crossed a line sir if we were face to face (laughs) there would be consequences um and at this point Casey you know storms into the room and she's like what are you doing Chris that's my father like you know uh you have to respect him blah 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 and she basically said unless you do something huge we're done so i think like the huge thing that everyone really wanted him to do was get rid of his stuff like his games and his consoles and stuff they wanted him to sell them um and he didn't want to do that so they kept screwing with him and the more he tries to win casey back the more videos liquid chris would make and the more conversations with casey where she just shits all over him and then um like in some conversations she actually like springs liquid chris on him like he'll be talking to casey and then casey will be like oh uh chris is here and then liquid chris would get on and talk to him yeah i remember in one of the conversations um liquid chris sets him off so much that chris runs to bob and he's like tell him like dad tell him to stop are they talking on like skype the whole time yeah okay and bob and barb of course just lose their shit on chris they're like why are you doing this why do you keep falling for this crap over and over and over which is fair it is fair it's Okay, so Chris's final interaction with Casey, it was um, literally just him saying nothing. And this is like a couple months later, they're on Skype call and Casey's just berating him. And he's just sitting there and Casey's like, you're fat and you're unemployed and you're not going to make it to 35 because you're so unhealthy and you've had all these fake girlfriends and blah, 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 blah. And then Chris was basically like, okay. This is no longer tough love. I'm beginning to think you're kind of a bitch. So they break up, basically. Oh, And Chris posts a video that evening expressing his heartbreak and woe and crying a lot. But by the next day, he was over it, excitedly posting about his copyright for his Sonichu and Rose Chu characters coming through and announcing his victory over Liquid Chris for ownership of the characters. And that was the end of the Liquid Chris era. <laughs> How long was he dating that girl? Like, This is like a few months. So basically the Liquid Chris saga starts in July of 2009, I think. Like May of yeah. 2009. And then he comes back in August of 2009. So like six months. Interesting. I, I just, it's so crazy how it just escalated. It's just so like that six months worth of stuff. Like that's a lot, you know? And it's just more is coming. You know what I mean? It's just weird. It's just crazy how much is going on. They're trolling them lots is what I'm saying. It's like a lot. Yep. Support for Unethical Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. 
who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Cuban grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code UNETHICAL20 at manscaped.com. Now, 4 million men worldwide, that's, if I'm not mistaken, 8 million balls, which is way more impressive sounding. Now, I want to tell you, I, I've, ever since I got this Performance Package 4.0, I have been pumped. I, I, I'll tell you the truth right now. I am I don't really shave my pubes. And it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I have, uh, I have these weird growths in my pube area that kind of like protrude out of my skin. So every time I go down there to shave, I would be clipping them, nipping them off. So Manscaped was actually good enough to send us a package of goodies here. It's called the Performance Package 4.0. It's got a bunch of cool stuff in here. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. That's what I, I got around the growths with. It's got a light on it too. So I, I was surprised. I flicked on the, I was like, what's this button doing? I was like, whoa, I can see the growth close up. But with their cutting edge ceramic blades, it reduces accidents. Uh, they got that skin safe technology. It's just uh, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer i don't have ear hair i want to try it on my ears hey if anybody has like my maybe i'll go see my dad and i'll get him to but i don't want to put it in his ear and then put it in my nose after just weird but it worked good on the nose i'm telling you i feel like i'm actually getting the oxygen required to think properly oxygenating my brain they also sent me some crop preserver ball deodorant man oh man i i never even knew i wanted ball deodorant you know, I didn't even think my balls really stank, but like now if I'm not wearing it, I can tell the difference. You know, I need it. Can people always smell my balls? And then there's there's the Crop Reviver Toner, which I'm not exactly 100% sure what the toner's supposed to do exactly, but I'll tell you what it does do. It makes my balls feel great, slick, feel like tightening up, like they're gonna get a six pack. Your balls will thank you. And I love how Manscaped is trademarked. Your balls will thank you. So. I thank you for that, Manscaped. They also sent me these boxer briefs, which I'm wearing right now. And my God, these things are really, really comfortable. I was like, everything's holding up pretty good down there. My balls are feeling good. Already feeling like amazing from getting lawn mode, mode lawn mode downstairs. And the whole thing wraps itself up with the packet. Like it has a travel bag, a little leather travel bag. It says Manscaped on the side. It's pretty nice. Uh, you can put all your stuff in there and you got to shave your nuts on the go. You know, if you're going to a hotel, you know, you're gonna have like a sexy time with the girlfriend or the wife. You wanna just trim up, you just bring the manscape thing. She'll know what it's for, but like, she'll appreciate that you're bringing it. I don't know, man. I, I it's, if you wanna start taking care of yourself and make those guys downstairs feel a lot more slick and smooth, just go to manscaped.com. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping with the code unethical20. I, your balls will thank you. I know it's trademarked, but I'm allowed to say it because I'm part of the team now. So your balls will thank you mine are right now you're welcome yeah i didn't really know i needed this until i got it now i realize what i've been missing you know don't be me be you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code unethical20 at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off free shipping at manscaped.com using code unethical20 unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped Okay, so between the end of the Liquid Chris era and Chris's next nemesis, Chris tried his hand at parkour. 
making a video where he ran for three minutes, taking frequent breaks because he's a fat fuck and not jumping on or over anything, which he called parquet. <laughs> well, at least you were nice about it, Celeste. Yeah. Like the butter. <laughs> Uh, he also released a bunch of rap videos, some original, some not, which he apparently did at the urging of one of his gal pals. Um, they're pretty good. I think that sounded real. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty good. I mean, of all the Chris Chan video and shit I watched, those were some of the more entertaining ones. I like them. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it was sarcasm. Parquet was somewhat entertaining as well. Entertaining or good. They're very different things. I don't know. My yeah. standard of like the 100 hours of Chris Chan I watched is Chris Chan. So I don't yes. know. <laughs> I don't know what to compare it to. It was better than listening to like Casey screw with him. Those were not entertaining. The rap videos were better. Were they better than Pimp Frog? No. Mm-mm. Okay. But Chris is more entertaining than Randy Stare. Okay, so the crank calls to his house and attempts at fake emails continue during this time as well. And someone uploaded photoshopped pictures of Chris in a gay bar to interactive billboards in Times Square, which pissed Chris right off. What? His dad really did need to chop down that internet. It would have helped out so many times. He really should have cut it down. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pro deforestation in this case. Yeah, exactly. Um, also notable, speaking of Randy Stare, uh, Chris posted a tribute video to Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris after trolls convinced him that they were two Sonichu fans in the hospital after an accident. <laughs> oh. Do you guys want to watch that? I'm down. I kind of do. That is a fucking funny troll. I'm sorry. That one's hilarious. It is, right? Wow. Genius. Wow. I hate those assholes. Like, Dylan Cleveland and fucking numbnuts from Columbine, but yeah. this is funny. <laughs> but how do you convince? Like, Google is still around. It's so nice to spend time speaking with my fans. <laughs> Should probably look that up. Names. Any name that anybody gives you on the internet, Chris Chan, you look it up. Just make sure you know what you're talking about doing before you Just do, do it. a quick a quick Google. And do Google was around back to- then. I, I I had the internet in 2009. You could have Googled that for sure. Well, ask Jeeves. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. fun, fun little side note, uh, what I've been busy with. If you guys look up um, Liquid Chris and uh, and all that, like, I, I was just curious because that was one hole in my knowledge is that whole saga. Anyways, there's pictures of uh, Casey on there. Um, her real name's like Sienna or something but um hilariously she she looks like what chris ultimately transitions into oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just want a little context on who's trolling chris it's uh the same people as chris without asperger's yeah well she's getting trolled somewhere else and it's all mm-hmm. finding a weaker yep Greetings, my fans. Not really a captain's log, but more of a shout-out. I just received a uh, message in the mailbag, and I feel like it's appropriate. 
Yeah, a couple of uh, science, a couple of my fans uh, wanted to go to a high school in New Mexico by the names of Don and Eric. They've just recently been in several car accidents and they're in the hospital right now. So listen to them. Dylan and Eric, Dylan and Eric, stay strong. You'll pull through. It's just a small accident. You'll be okay. Hey, stick around. You got a lot. You got a lot. Looking for, look forward to. And plus, your family and your friends need you. Anyway, I appreciate y'all. And also, I wish to everyone and uh, Don and Eric a Merry Christmas. And happy and uh, happy Hanukkah, uh, all the other holidays to everybody of other religions. Okay. All right. Everybody, take care. And don't narrow. Get well soon. It's just a little accident. Oh, poor guy. Got got a, got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, got so much to look forward to. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Stick in there, guys. Don't Ooh. blow your brains out. Yeah, you're strong. You're strong. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that was kind of a fun one. Again, like, this nuisance pranks. They're so much funnier. Yeah, it's that one's just hilarious. I don't even care. Uh, oh, another notable prank during this time. Troll sent him an ad, uh, a fake ad, for uh, a contest for Jackass 3 to submit a jackass-inspired stunt video, and Chris filmed a video of himself sticking his dick in the snow for 15 minutes and then uploading it to the link provided. <laughs> Why 15 minutes? That's so long. And that is very long. <laughs> Be very short. Yeah. And, yeah, it's already bent, so... Yeah, he <laughs> <It> gets stuck. <laughs> I get stuck in there. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're into 2010 now, which is the 10th anniversary of Sonic Youth. So, yay! Whoa. Yay! Happy anniversary! Chris decided that he was going to start a forum where he answered fan questions, and he called this the mailbag. So some of the questions concerned his autism and asked him if he had Asperger's. And he dedicated his online time to debunking the notion that Asperger's is part of the autism spectrum because people with Asperger's didn't understand the real struggle of autism because they were basically normal, just socially awkward. And trolls ran with this, sending a flood of inquiries about Asperger's and autism. And in his responses, Chris describes the word Asperger's as both Asperger's and Asperger's and gets really chapped about it. Uh, I, lo- I love that uh, he would be the one to, to start drawing lines within, <laughs> like, he just, like he, he, he'd be exactly the person to start being like, no, here's why I'm superior because of this. <laughs> Start getting smaller and smaller until it's just a circle around his feet. Here's why my disability is better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm more of a victim. Yeah. yeah. But he's like saying, ask me questions. I know everything about it. So obviously they're mm-hmm. going to fucking flood him with 
questions. Like, let's see what answers we get. Let's get right technical. Ask me any questions you want. Do you have Asperger's? How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, one of the trolls that had followed this whole mailbag thing created a comic book based on Chris, which he called Aspertube. Amazing. Asper Chew. So Asper featured Chris as a chubby anthropomorphic Pikachu character with Asperger's. And it followed the story of Chris's internet adventures over the last year or two with some humorous substitutions, including adding pickles everywhere and writing his mom in as Snorlax. Wow. Asper Chew sold. A hundred yeah. times more copies first episode, first fucking yeah. oh for sure. <laughs> he ended up doing this full time and making a living income on it. That <laughs> my god, could there be any more of a fucking a diss to Chris? It's just like I'm gonna make a fucking comic about you and make a living off it, and you're still <laughs> there is, and it is coming up. And things in 12 years have changed so much, though, because you can't even say retard now. You could make a living with Asperger 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even say tard now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, the comic also came to incorporate several of Chris's Sonichu characters. And there's like 20 of them in the Sonichu series by this time. There's so many. Um, but uh, Sonichu was gay in Aspergue. And like, I don't talk a ton about Sonichu. I'm aware of that. Don't get me wrong. It is an extremely important part of the saga. And I know what happens in all of them, but just catching you up on the Sonichu universe would have made this saga at least like two, three episodes longer. And we're not even halfway through right now. Well, it's, uh, you know, Celeste is doing a great job and all. Um, and she's, she's really done thorough investigative work, but why has she not done a full plot synopsis of the entirety in the of the run of sonichu that i would like to and i i feel bad that i didn't however it would have made it so much longer it's so much maybe that might have to be a patreon exclusive yeah if you would like i think that between (laughs) all of us we could do a dramatic reading of the entirety of sonichu i will i will counter offer with a few issues (laughs) but yes yeah anyway i'm gonna like i'll post in the description the archive where you can find every single edition including the purely pornographic one yes nice you can skip the other ones just give me the link (laughs) to that one no (laughs) no you need context (laughs) exactly the context is really important you need to understand because all porn has stories rj rj to know how to know how Sonichu and Rose Chu make love, you need to know how they fell in love. <laughs> Lady thing. That's that's that that's not that's not how guys view that material. I've been watching a documentary on Netflix and uh, it has expanded my mind. What's it called? Lady thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's that shit's for bitches, a Netflix docuseries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So um, Aspertu also made an appearance on the ad space on Chris's website, the Wikipedia. And uh, this introduces his next nemesis, Alec, the creator of Aspertu. Now, Chris thought he was better than Alec because Chris didn't like the use of blood and gore as well as the foul language in Aspertu. Um, he felt his comic was superior because it was more family friendly. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he thought that it was superior because he hand drew his comics and scanned it as opposed to Alec who drew his comic on a tablet and edited it in Photoshop. It's oh. disgusting. How dare he? Fake. Yeah, the mailbag didn't really help Chris any. He would just cuss out and argue with everyone who disagreed with him. And several of these users were genuine fans of his work. And he was called out for shitting all over his fans. Uh, As another example of how he just wasn't autistic, he was a piece of shit. I'm going to go ahead and assume here that there were no genuine fans of his work. There were. I, there were. I refuse to believe that. There were. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy doubt. All right. In Chris's war against Alec, Chris threatened to sue him for using his copyrighted character, Sonichu. Um, now, Chris's copyright wasn't a legitimate copyright. It was a document from the Virginian Library of uh, Congress. And I'm not a fucking lawyer. I don't really know exactly how it works. But basically, it gives him the rights to them in relation to his website. That's actually better than what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like a statue of Sonichu made out of Crayola Model Magic. He's just going to be like, look at this is my copyright. This is a legally binding statue of Model Magic. A fight certificate he made himself. Yeah. Hand drawn. Yeah, this is my copyright. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, okay, so um, Alex, of course, snaps back at him and he's like, You can't copyright Sonichu. Sonichu is a Pokemon. Nintendo owns Pokemon, which he's right about. And he also says that if Chris doesn't knock this shit off, he will be advising Nintendo. And Chris is like, Oh shit. And he backed right off. And so he tries to reason with Alex to at least change the name of Aspertu and remove his ad from the Wikipedia page. And Alex says, fuck that. He tells Chris that one of Chris's other characters, Simone Lechu, an underground character with drills for hands, was ripped off from a fan art that he was sent, which was absolutely true and clearly stated on the Wikipedia page. And Alec told him that he had been in contact with said fan, and that fan was now threatening little litigation if Chris didn't write Simone Lechu out of the comic. But Chris couldn't bear to part with them. And his recorded phone conversations with Alec revealed that much like our buddy Randy Stare, Chris believed his entire fictional universe that he created was real and that the characters within it were real as well. I haven't seen Multiverse of Madness yet, but I'm sure it's going to touch on it. We'll get into it a little bit later and then again even later. But... Um, Chris is backed into a corner, and so he attempts to make an apology video to Alec uh, for apologizing for screaming in previous videos he posted about him, and he'd made quite a few, and saying, like, shitty things about Aspertu, um, and then he does this for, like, 
a quarter of the video, and then he spends the remaining three quarters of the video demanding that Alec make his ads smaller on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> well, if you're not going to remove them, at least make them little. Exactly. And Alec didn't like this. So he confronts him in a follow-up phone call and tells him to try again. And he breaks down how Chris is a plagiarist bitching about plagiarism. And Alec said that if Chris made another attempt, he, attempt, he would consider removing the ads. And to help him out, he gave Chris a specific list of things to apologize for, including stealing Simone LeChew, making death threats, calling Alec naive, naive, which is a word that doesn't mean anything to Alec, but he knows it means a lot to Chris. And Chris uploads another video and apologized for like two of those things. And then the following day, he uploads a blog post and video attacking the advertisements again, this time with a very aggressive curse yehameha. <laughs> yeah, you don't throw Chris Yehameha around lightly, so. That should That's do it. a wrap. Right. Uh, Alec had had about enough of Chris at this point and tells him he's just another internet troll and bully, just like the trolls that he's complaining about all the times. All the time. <laughs> and he finally gives him a printed list of 15 points to apologize for in his next video, or Alec will follow through on all of the threats and the ads will never stop. And Chris complies, but he misses a couple of them. And the fan who created Simone LeChew, um, this fan's name was Evan, went forward with getting Chris's website frozen for plagiarism of his Sonichu character. I'm sure he took it well. <laughs> Chris responded by creating a new episode of his comic in which he kills off Simone LeChew violently, which was part of Alex's demands, and Eric lifted the claim. Oh. So, Wikipedia was back up, complete with Aspertu ads as before, and Alec at this time started releasing Sonichu Revolution, a comic directly parodying Chris's comics, undisguised, and designed to push his buttons. Um... And he used uh, their previous phone conversations to draw from, from to create this comic. Uh, for example, Chris told Alec that giving Aspertu the name Aspertu was mean because Aspertu wouldn't want to be named after his disability, which led to an argument where Alec says comic book characters don't have feelings. And Chris says he believes there's an alternate universe where every character that's been created manifests and Aspertu lives there and is sad about his name. So in Sonichu Revolution, Alec has one of Chris's characters commit suicide because he's sad he doesn't have a better name. Poor guy. Well, uh, so I, I would like to point out, um, I wasn't aware of Aspertu either. Um, it, it, so Aspertu is, is basically um, Sonichu, except he's depicted as wearing glasses, a, a striped polo, rugby shirt oh a striped rugby shirt and a sonichu medallion so you know um chris chan <laughs> why didn't they just call him chrisichu <laughs> yeah uh, well to be meaner <laughs> yeah because yeah, oh, he yeah. made it as a knee-jerk reaction to chris going bonkers about asperger's yeah and it's just it's just funny that like you know every, everything's like I, I, I'm pointing that out because I feel like that was an important detail because um, otherwise it's sort of painting this Alec guy like, well, I can I can be creative, too. And you can sort of be like, all right. Yeah, sure. Fine. You know, you're both maybe doing whatever, but it's visibly Chris Chance. <laughs> <laughs> like that. 
just kind of changes everything. Like, like it's like, it's not only are you absolutely stealing this guy's shit, but you're stealing it and mocking him with it on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there's literally no no hiding the fact that he is absolutely trolling the shit out of yeah him. <laughs> yeah you're just another troll that's yeah well sonnet sonnet used a rip off to begin with too so that that's why he's doing yeah. it already well so. i mean well I mean, if you want to get like big at least it's yellow in america, sonic in america where free speech exists and and they don't um cut your throat in public for saying the wrong thing like they do in canada um there <laughs> there there are there's such a thing as having stuff protected under like parody law and all that and i feel like you could argue that like christian or you know he wasn't making it in parody but it you know there's plenty of stuff like that you see on tv and shit that's like very close to actual property um or 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 intellectual property or whatever so i mean i think he's honestly fine i don't know the whole thing about him actually stealing someone else's art i mean that's no go but he might be okay. This guy is yeah. just uh, bullying Christian. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> With a more successful webcomic. <laughs> exactly. He like makes a living from it. He just. But, but that is only <laughs> successful because of the popularity of Christian as well. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not because of Sonichu. It's because of making fun of Christian. Right. That he's right. popular. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't, and I don't think hilarious. You have to be like to to fall under parody law. You have to be like a parody. Like, is it parody when he's literally serious about it? You know what I mean. If he if he had a good enough lawyer, he'd be completely fine. The yeah. fact that he doesn't means he probably wouldn't. But also, <laughs> it's not like there's no way he has the cap- He ever had the capabilities to monetize that with any kind of like massive success. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for sure. So it's not really something they were, it's not like Disney where like, if he was doing it with like Disney characters that they would like show up on his front door and like hold him down and and scream whisper in his ear to stop. Like, you know, that's Disney though. I mean, like you saw, they, they made them take that child's tombstone down because it had Spider-Man on it. Right. No, (laughs) that's disgusting. Disney go fuck themselves. Yep. Fucking Nazis. Mm Hmm. Yep. But hey, we're inclusive and woke now. You know how many kids are going to not want to watch Spider-Man because of this tombstone? Let's get it out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, we can sell these. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't buy an official Marvel brand fucking tombstone. (laughs) Get that out of here. You probably can now. Oh. Yeah, comes with a, comes with a mandatory five-year Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> <laughs> you get a year for every for how old your kid was when he died. Yeah. Oh, oh gross, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Alec is kind of like Clyde in that he's like really shitty to Chris, but he also makes like these random weird attempts to actually improve him. So in one phone conversation, Alex lambasted him constantly to stop self-sabotaging by sleeping all day, playing video games, and blaming shit out of his control like power outages for his lack of productivity. 
And he explained to him that he needs to get his comic out there for his fans if he wants it to be successful. And that worrying about his competition is redundant when he takes himself out of the running, which are all very good points. Uh, however, Chris responds by mashing the buttons on the phone and ignoring him before hanging up. And Chris later claimed it was bad reception. <laughs> Can't hear you. No, literally just like mash, like banging on the buttons on the phone. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, we're breaking. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> nice. And the whole time Alex like, Chris, Chris, are you trying to ignore me? Are you trying to beep, beep, beep? Are you trying to get out of the boop, beep, beep? beep? <laughs> like. Um, yeah. In another phone conversation, Alec asked Chris to elaborate on why he hates gay people so much and why he believes that gay people shouldn't exist. And Chris explained that the world would be better because less people would go to hell if there were less gays because the Bible says they go to hell. And Alec retorts that black magic will also get you sent to hell. So Chris must be going to hell for his curse yehameha. Uh... Uh, and at this point, Chris starts sighing and he says he's tired and he, he wants to go to bed and tries to abandon the call. And Alex says, quote, stop running away from me, Chris. Being tired is a child's excuse. All right. So Chris buckles down and he finishes the comic, which features gruesome deaths for Alec, Evan and two other people on his team. Oh, uh, thus making him a hypocrite once again by featuring graphic violence in his comic. Is not so family friendly anymore. And like I mentioned, Chris did kill off Simone Lachu, uh, the ripoff of Evan's character, but he chose to simultaneously introduce her daughter being born without her mother, which is basically just the same character. Uh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He also had this newborn baby Pokemon character murder Evan by using her drill hand to drill out his dick. Oh, oh. <laughs> cool. I saw how I want to lose my dick. It, right. At least he tied up all the plot holes with one big plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> all right. In Alec and Chris's final conversation, which took place on Chris's birthday, Alec calls Chris out for being a hopeless hypocrite and probably out of pity and exasperation, allows Chris whatever twisted victory he thinks he's earned and removes his ads from the Wikipedia. And Chris misses Alec after this. He makes several videos directed towards Alec and even starts wearing the Aspertu medallion that Alec had sent him. But Alec never reached out again. Uh, Evan did, chewing Chris out for being jealous of his huge dick. And Chris admitted he was jealous. jealous and Evan liked that, so they were cool. Okay, a few other things happened during the uh, Aspertu saga that I'll mention. Chris met a woman in his real life during this time at some young adults club. Uh, he talked about her frequently, calling her his girlfriend in, this, in his forum posts. Uh, her name never came up, but the trolls called her the wallflower. Uh, this young woman wasn't in a relationship with him, and though the two had made plans to meet up, she would always reschedule. She also ended up asking him to give her more space at the young adults club because she wanted to talk to other people instead of him all the time. Uh, a real life friend also emerged in a few of his videos at this time. A seemingly normal young man appears holding the camera in a few videos. And in one of them, inspired by the Nutty Professor, Chris makes a potion that changes him into a different man. 
And uh, so the trolls started calling him the magical man. And it's unclear if this is a troll that infiltrated him or if it was a genuine friend, but uh, he was the only person in any of Chris's videos that was allowed into the home and more specifically into his room. Uh, about 10 years later, Chris said on a podcast that he was his real life friend and they hadn't talked in quite a while, but he was married and doing well. Yeah, because didn't he have uh, just that video we showed it earlier? I forgot to ask this, but like who was filming him when he was trying to be normal, Chris Chan? Like that guy, that's what they think. Yeah, okay. So he had a he had a buddy, he had someone, kind of. He never docks the guy, nobody knows his name. He's still the magical man. Good for him. One thing Chris Chan did right was not fuck over his only friend. <laughs> Uh, in February 2010, Chris campaigned to have his birthday made into an American holiday because it is currently a holiday in Mexico. Mexican Flag Day, <laughs> their 4th oh. of July. He thinks his birthday should be the same as Mexican Independence Day. Exactly. They're, they're of equal importance, if not one's oh, a little 100%. lower than the other. Yeah. And that being Mexican Flag Day. I didn't say that this time. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't the one who said it. All right, I'll take the hit on that one. <laughs> yeah, Christy. Christy Mexicans. It's on record. She said it. <laughs> you Mexicans can't say things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bo will be very disappointed in me. Yeah, but she'll really like that pun. And she will love that. Okay, on March 1st, 2010, Bob was hospitalized with congestive heart failure. Uh, this didn't oh, seem to phase Chris much as he was posting his regular screaming videos about other random trolls and trying to get his dick wet with the wallflower while his father lay in the hospital. Uh, it was for not though. Chris posted a gaming video where he created a level for her and shared her online username in the video. Uh, his trolls were able to find her real Facebook and send her the link to Chris's quickie page, which is controlled by the trolls, not the Wikipedia, which is controlled by Chris. And as you can imagine, she found several horrors there, including all the things that he had said about her. And she told him she wished he'd never, she'd never met him. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, Chris would not let it go. A couple days later, he received an email from a troll claiming to be the one that sent her the link and saying he was now her boyfriend. And the troll attached a photo from her Facebook of her standing next to a large non-white man. Uh, I think he was Hawaiian. Uh, Chris, being his own worst enemy, sent the wallflower a video of him in a kilt threatening to slit her boyfriend's throat and another telling her that he needs her. She isn't ready for a boyfriend. Without her, he might get so desperate and sad that he would hire a prostitute. Oh, no. 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 Chris, don't. No. No. Stop. That's the highest crime you can commit. <laughs> I say do it, actually. Like, it might, like, leave, there might be a lot of sexual harassment that goes down. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like all the people he just meets, at least he's bringing money to a sex worker. And yeah, I know they don't know what they're getting into, but they know what they're getting into, you know? Uh, that's tough. Cause like, I feel like the term prostitute has such like a range of, of people. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you could have, you know, your, your fantasy Julia Roberts types uh all the way down to someone with the same intellect as chris chan so i mean i i don't think chris can consent personally but uh and i feel like 
because didn't we talk didn't he try to hire prostitutes and they were like no i'm good and they didn't want it yeah yeah and i think that's probably why and then like you know i mean like virginity's fake so i don't think it would be any benefit to him it would probably be more traumatizing maybe uh Meanwhile, of his courting of her, he was also sending uh, the troll who he thought was her boyfriend dozens of emails calling him a Napoleon. Oh, yo. And he's, but he's not. <laughs> he's not. He was very tall, in fact. And I, I'm pretty, pretty sure he wasn't French either, right? Hawaiian. He said he was, yeah, he said he was Hawaiian. So not a Napoleon, Napoleon at all. He's, he's not even French. Not short or French. This is ridiculous. Chris, you ignorant bastard. Keep your N-word to yourself. Gotta pump the brakes on that Napoleon stuff. It sounds like it sounds like a term people use at businesses to code word for for people they don't want seated at their table. So. Uh, I'm sorry, who was it that started the Napoleon thing? That was a bit. And, and it has given us well, the freedom to not have to say the N-word all the time. And we thank you for it. <laughs> not have to I'm just <laughs> every day i wake up and i'm like oh it's coming do you know how often the n-word comes up in stories about shitty people like so much so much i guess it helps so to have much. a replacer then fine i'll say the actual n-word are you happy not at all what i've been what I've <laughs> <thinking> <laughs> i don't, I don't th- um, RJ is not advocating for that. Celeste. There is no making you happy, RJ. You are impossible. <laughs> um, I, I minor sidebar that that reference I made is a real thing. Um, the uh, sad fact: Cracker Barrel employees got uh, caught, which is I mean this has been a thing forever in the restaurant industry. But they call tables of black families that they sit Canadians. And um, and that's just like their code word for for um, awesome customers that are a pleasure to deal with and probably tip well. Yeah, I if bet. If only if only they felt that way about them. Um, well, they must, or they wouldn't call them Canadians because we're awesome. You would think so, but they don't like Canadians either. You want to? Well, I, I'm not allowed to say what they call you guys, but nah, sounds fake. <laughs> But I mean, there's no, put it this way, and that's the only well, thing. Well, the, the spin there, I could have worded that better, but the spin there was that they call Canadians the N-word, so. <laughs> sounds fake. That, that part's a joke, but. No, I mean, the whole thing sounds fake. Everyone loves Canadians. <laughs> that's untrue. Uh, native, native, natives don't. Indigenous people do not. <laughs> or, or poverty wage Cracker Barrel workers scattered across America. Mm. Sounds fake. Sounds fake. <laughs> sources. I want to see sources. Well, you heard it here, folks. Celeste doesn't believe in racism. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what happens at Cracker Barrel? A lot of white people die. Yes, they get run over. Like shooting crackers in a barrel. What is a Cracker Barrel? Is it an actual thing or is it just a restaurant? 
The term Cracker Barrel was first used in 1916 and then emerged from the country stores of the era. Actual barrels of crackers, the phrase Cracker Barrel was inspired by the barrels full of soda crackers that were for sale in the country's country stores. There you Ooh, go. That is sad as fuck. That's some grapes of wrath shit right there. <laughs> that is very sad. That's, that's, a, that's a homeless man sucking on a lady's titty after a baby died, sad. <laughs> That was, that was that was an image I will never get out of my head. <laughs> wow. Grapes of wrath. This is why I don't read. Uh, <laughs> Celeste. I own that book, but I've never read it. It's it's in it's in my to be read pile. I've actually never read it either. I just watched the movie. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were implying that Cracker Barrel was like like so basic and uninspired, like Grapes of Wrath. And I was like, why are grapes like is it implied that they're wrathful? Like, what is the comparison here? And then you explain the yeah, book to me, and I would commentary. rather the grapes were wrathful. It's a commentary on the death <laughs> of the American dream. And why are the gra- why are the grapes so angry? Why like, are they so full of wrath? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Oh yes, yeah, seven. Another another wonderful John Steinbeck novel. Oh my God, RJ, sometimes you're so boring. I like, I love you so much, but sometimes. I'm, I'm confused what the fuck I did, but. You tried to take uh, Napoleon away from us and this is what happens. <laughs> this is where we end off. I, you, oh, yeah. you can have Napoleon. You just, like all I said was pump the brakes a little on, on a full word analog for the N word. And you were like. <laughs> yeah, that's, how, that's pretty accurate. That's how I remember it that's too. That's what we do. You can't get away from me. Look, he's got my jowls and everything. Look at him go. (laughs) It's great to see you've been paying attention, RJ. Okay, um, Bob's in the hospital. So let's have a little bit of class here, people. Yeah. Okay, so the wallflower confronts Chris after sending all the Napoleon emails. And he tells him to stop with the videos and the calls to her house and the calls to her work. And he was like, I never called you. It was the trolls, which that might've been true. I have no idea. Um, She told him not to contact her ever again and that she would not be attending the young adults club again. And for good measure, pun intended, she said that he had a small dick and not even a prostitute would fuck him. And I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said to stop telling women to stay safe, a frequent departing phrase from his YouTube channel, when he was the one that they needed to be safe from. Agreed. All right. uh, He uploaded another video after this, calling the troll a womanizing rapist and once again, a Napoleon. Uh, One of the trolls did not take too kindly to this, so he found a way to change the site administrator of Chris's website from Chris to one of the administrators from the Aspergy website. His name was Mao. And Mal proceeded to vandalize Chris's site and pose as Chris, answering a bunch of his mailbags with embarrassing answers about sucking dick and being a fat, lazy fuck. And lo and behold, he had lost another website and another imaginary sweetheart and probably some supporters as well, because people do not like the Napoleon word. This guy goes through websites like he goes through sports bras. You know what I mean? All right. Um, A very delusional Chris posted a video after this saying he didn't care about the website. He didn't need it anymore. He was world famous internationally. And all he had to do was go outside to enjoy his audience. 
So Chris announced his departure from the internet and he would remain dark for the next 36 hours. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official unethical podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah! Easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries! Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks, another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the Dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Because I'm straight when it comes to humans but fucking gay from old people.